Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. The epistles from 1 Corinthians, the 15th chapter. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and which you stand and by which you are being saved. If you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain, for I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. For I am the least of the apostles, Unworthy to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace toward me was not in vain. On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. Whether then it was I or they, so we preach, and so you believed. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Blood has been shed. Nails, well, they were pounded, and a dead body was laid in a tomb. Christ Jesus was crucified upon a cross. But that was Good Friday, my friends, and today is Easter Sunday. Today is the icing on the cake, as they say. You see, dear friends, on Good Friday, Jesus said the words, it is finished. Indeed, he said those words, tetelestai, it is finished. That is to say, wrath and sin and death and the devil, well, they are finished. Indeed, what makes Good Friday so very good is that the wrath of God was satisfied and that old devil and death and sin, well, they were defeated as well. And then today, yes, today, right now, right here, right now, we hear the good news that Jesus has risen from the dead. He is indeed risen from the dead, which is like a cherry on top of ice cream. Good Friday is so, so very good. And with Easter to boot, everything becomes incredibly good. And here is why. The resurrection of Jesus from the dead not only means that our Savior lives victorious over sin, victorious over death, and victorious over the devil, but it also means that when you, yes, when you are put in the grave someday, yes, when you are put in the grave someday, that that dark valley of death, that cold grave, and that tombstone above you do not have 
the final word. You see, we certainly do not deny that death puts us in the grave. Indeed, each of us will see death someday unless Christ comes back before then. But if we see death and we are put in the grave, we know that there's more to be said. More to be said than just the tomb. More to be said than just the tombstone. More to be said than a cold grave. And what can be said? It's quite simple and yet profound. Because Jesus rose from the grave, we know that we too will rise from death to live again. What happened to Jesus, my friends, by rising from that tomb, rising from the dead, rising from the grave, will be your lot as well, that you will rise again as well. Baptized saints, consider this for a moment. You and I, we are connected to Jesus. He stepped into our death so that he can bring us out of this death. He was placed in a grave so that he can make our graves holy. And he rose from the dead so that he could be the first in a long legacy of those who will rise from the dead as well. So indeed, this resurrection of Jesus means that the day will come when neither death nor the grave, yes, neither death nor the grave, will keep us. But like Jesus, we will be raised again. Precisely, though, this is what will happen to each and every one of you in Christ. You see, when you die, your soul will go directly to the presence of Jesus, where there is no more pain, where there is no more fear or sin. Now, this is very good. Indeed, it is very good to be with Jesus. It is very comforting to know. But you see, this is not enough. It is not enough of a victory for you as a Christian. You see, Christ Jesus is not satisfied with merely giving you an immortal soul. Christ loves you too much to leave your body behind in the grave. So Jesus has also redeemed your body. That is right. Jesus Christ, he died for all of you. He died for mind and body, heart and soul. He, he died for the whole person. So while your body will rest in a casket someday, that body, it will be awakened on the last day. Yes, Jesus, he will take your body and reunite it with the soul, putting you back together again, making you alive, making you whole. Keep in mind, though, you will not have the same kind of body that you have right now. As you already know, your body right now is subject to pain. It is subject to illness, aging, diseases, sin, and death. But because Jesus has defeated all of these things, yes, because he has defeated all of these things, he will not raise your body plagued by sin and death. Sin and death are not the Lord's creation. They are not the Lord's creation to begin with. So the Lord has no interest in resurrecting your body with these things. Why would the Lord bring the corruption of the sinful old Adam back to life when the devil and mankind were responsible for it in the first place? So baptized saints, your body of sin and death, it's quite simple. It is buried in the wounds of Jesus. It is left for dead at death. But you are not. 
Yes, you are not. You are given the promise of the resurrection that proclaims to you that your body of sin and death is not resurrected, but instead you are without sin and death. A body without sin and death is resurrected. It is the same body, but new. The same body, but better. Without sin and without death. Let's say it this way. Right now, we could consider that you have a body, a 1.0 version. At the resurrection, you will have a 2.0 version, a 2.0 body. You'll be raised better than you are right now. Way better. So much better, you and I have a difficult time conceiving of just how much greater, how much more beautiful and glorious our new bodies will be. Here's just a glimpse, though. Here's a glimpse. At your resurrection, your physical difficulties that you have will never touch you again. The imperfections of your body, gone. The heaviness of depression over your eyes, gone. The tightness of anxiety that can come into your chest and your shoulders, gone. Always looking over your shoulder because of fear, no more. Heavy souls with burdened consciences, no more. Putting your guard up in social settings to protect yourself. No more. You will be raised, as the Apostle Paul says, imperishable. Nothing will ever go wrong with the new body that Christ will give you. You will be full of strength, be full of health forever. Without the devil, without sin, and without death against you. So today... This Easter morning, you and I, we confess together that Jesus has been raised from the grave and that his resurrection brings us life and his resurrection brings us assurance. Indeed, because you are connected to Jesus in baptism, his resurrection gives you confidence that you will rise again someday. Jesus' resurrection it actually certifies that your sins have been blotted out. Jesus' resurrection replaces fear with faith. Faith that says this. Faith indeed that proclaims this. Faith that says this right here, right now. Know this sin and death and the devil. I belong to Christ. He is risen. His resurrection tells me that you are defeated, O sin. You are defeated, O death. You are defeated, O devil. Yes, you are the defeated foes. You've been laid low. I am a Christian, for I belong to the resurrected one. So hear this, sin and death and the devil. You hung on the neck of Christ on Good Friday, but today, on Easter Sunday, I do not see you, for all I see is the resurrected one. Yes, all I see is the resurrected one standing in victory. I shall not worry about you, O death. I shall not worry about you, O sin. I shall not worry about you indeed, but shall have joy. I shall have hope and confidence in Christ. For where Christ is, I shall also be. Blessed baptized saints, he is risen, he is risen indeed. Alleluia, Christ your Lord is risen and you will rise again as well. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thy strong word bespeaks of
Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.